Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Still getting that angle on this, right? The different video programs zoom in differently. It's interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, I think Instagram gives me a softer filter, but we won't let vanity get in the way. I've got my um, St. Thomas mug today. Snowing more again still. I'm also wearing this necklace, which I think is way too heavy for me. Um, but I'm wearing it because it goes with one another single earring, single serving friend, um, which is this little cool glass bead. It's um, the main bead is a red glass bead with little smaller black beads on it. Um, it's very cute. And the earring used to have a partner. Oh, no, I dropped it. Where'd it go? There we go. Uh, oh, I didn't say. Uh, today is Thursday, February 18th. There you know. Um, so this necklace... I have almost never worn. It was a gift from a friend of mine, uh, one of my sorority sisters from back in the day, although she gave it to me just a few years ago. And it was a lovely, thoughtful gift. A friend of hers makes these necklaces. I don't know if she actually makes the beads, but for those on video, I'm showing you, see all these cool beads and it's got, you know, like there's the, the red one that matches the earring with the little black dots on it. And then there's other ones with little black dots. Um, you know, it's a neat necklace. It, again, it's too short and too heavy for me. So I just don't ever wear it. I'm sorry, Karen. Um, on the other side, today we are featuring a simple silver ear cup, which I believe I bought here in Santa Fe at the Indian Market. And this little single set of what look like garnets, um, a, a sideways oval atop a teardrop shape. Isn't that pretty? Set in silver. It's one of those, um, it's a little bit of a dark setting because the silver goes all the way around. Um, one of the things about stones is a lot of jewelers will put a little bit of a hole in the back of a setting like this so that light can come in to illuminate the stone. If you don't have that, the stones tend to be pretty dark. See how these just kind of disappear? I think that I've only ever had this one. I think I found it um, from some sister soul who also loses one earring or someone who is possibly more rational than I am who discarded the single earring having lost the other. So, so that's the earring story today. I still kind of like this little one, although I think I never wear it. So it, it does have that light problem. I'm pulling it off to look at it again. That's but I think it's actually really good silver and good stones. Maybe I should have them reset at some point. I keep thinking I would like like to... Uh, yeah, it's sterling and stamped on the back. I would 
like to be able to do my own jewelry. I keep thinking I should. I gave my mom, David and I gave my mom some jewelry making stuff a while back and she never used them. So <laughs> we took those from her and, um, and now I have never used them. Well, I use them occasionally for little tasks, but I'd like to get better at being able to do something like resetting, but I would probably need to like melt down the silver and who knows. I have had some of my single earrings reset and made into belly button jewelry because my belly button is pierced. No, I'm not showing you. Um, <laughs> and that's been a really good way of repurposing single earrings, especially ones with nice stones. So, um, I had a couple of things to talk about today besides earrings and jewelry settings. And now they've kind of run out of my head. I should have made a note. What were they? Um, I could talk briefly about um, making good progress on Sorcerer's Queen and the Pirate Rogue. I'm at about 27,000 words on that. It's picking up speed again. I Long-time listeners will know that I, um, oh, I know one of the things I wanted to tell you. I think it's in my head now. Long-time listeners will know that I talk a lot about or go through this frequently, the phase where I slow down because I'm kind of fighting the book and trying to make it go a particular way. And then as soon as I stop fighting that, um, then the words flow. And yesterday I I thought, well, this is not the scene that I thought would be happening now, but I finally stopped fighting it. And um, Jack, please, Jack is surprising me, you guys. Uh, I told you that um, Ellie Toppitzer gave me a photo of a guy who she thinks looks like Jack. I should put it on this episode and see what you guys think. Um. Yeah, Jack is one of these characters who takes over. And it's funny because I'm kind of with Stella in being uh, a little bit bamboozled and surprised by by Jack. <laughs> I won't put any more descriptors in there. So anyway, this, um, this scene, you guys, this scene was seriously hot uh, in unexpected ways. Can't wait for you to read it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was not planning on that. And so it's Jack's fault. It's all Jack's fault. Damn it. Um, oh, so one of the things I was thinking about was I reached out to uh, a writer I love. Um, I won't. I don't know if I should mention who it is or not. Um. Oh, I don't think it would hurt. Uh, I've talked about her before. Um, <laughs> now I'm waffling again. Sorry. Uh, no, she's not going to care. So it was Melging, Melging Brook, who also writes as Melivane. We've established that uh, that's like a an open secret. So anyway, I've been reading Melging since forever, forever. Um, I read Demon Angel back when it came out, and that was before I was writing fiction, before I was ever even before fiction was a twinkle in my eye people um 
and I just remember being so blown away by by Mel Jean's writing and her world building and all of these things. So anyway, I reached out to her. Um, we have been on at least one panel together. We were on an RT panel together, which was a good fangirl moment for me. And and we have Facebook commented from us from time to time. But I wouldn't say that we were friends. We weren't, you know, never have hung out or been close or anything like that. So anyway, I messaged her kind of out of the blue. I invited her to come on the podcast, you guys. I know that she was someone that you all suggested uh, would be a good interview. And after a library addict pointed me at the interview where she talked about reinventing herself and some of the things she struggled with, I thought it would be really cool to have her on here and talk about that. So she said yes, um, but not till April. She needs to concentrate on what she's writing. So I'm going to tag her back in April and we'll set a date and I'll let you know about that. But I think that'll be a really interesting conversation. She's, um, you know, really a thoughtful, insightful person. And I'm not just saying that because then the other thing I asked her was, um, if she would give dark wizard a shout out because it comes out a week from tomorrow. And is that correct? Yes. No, a week from today. Oh my God. <laughs> week from today and I asked her if she would give it a shout out and I said I'm happy to send you a copy but um you know I don't want to make this be a fraught thing so so part of why I wanted to talk about this is because I get this question from newish authors all the time it's like how do you ask other authors for blurb how do you ask them for you know, shout outs and so forth and how do you approach them? And, and I guess they ask, does it get, I don't know if they do ask if it gets easier, but I can just tell you it doesn't get easier. Um, in some ways it does because you have good friends. Like I can give Dorinda shit because I asked her for a blurb and she hasn't done it yet. And yesterday she said, did I, did I give you that blurb? Did I, for Dark Wizard? Did I give you that blurb yet? And I said, no, because you only think about yourself. And she's like, I know, I do only think about myself. So, yes, that gets easier because they're your friends and you can trade shit. Um, but with people that are not your friends, and when you ask them, will you please help me with this book? Uh, yeah, it's weird, especially because the more experienced you get, you, you become much more aware how big of an ask it is. Um, asking someone else to read your book is a big ask, which is why I phrased it in those terms. It's like, would you give it a shout out? Would you give it a hat tip? Happy to send you a copy, but I don't want you to feel any burden to read it because reading takes time and time is the precious thing. The precious. Um, and it turned out, you guys, she had already pre-ordered it because she reads my books. I didn't know she read my books and it made me so happy. I was just like, oh, and she said, well, I've been reading your books since we were on that world building panel together. And I was like, geez. So, so she said she would uh, give Dark Wizard a shout out as Melavane. She said she's behind on reading all of her favorite authors because she's busy writing. Hence the whole April thing. But um, 
isn't that really nice? I mean, that that kind of thing just um, never gets easier, and that kind of thrill never goes away. So, um, yeah, I told her I'm hoping that Dark Wizard will will be a level up. I would love for that book to to take off, and um, yeah, and so that that was fun. So I wanted to share that with you guys, um, that it doesn't get easier. And I don't know, you just kind of have to do it. You just kind of have to screw up your courage. And it's kind of like asking someone on a date, I guess. Um, you know, it's just a boy, just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her um i i think that we we never lose that we never stop being 14 oh excuse me drinking my coffee too fast i'm going back to adolescence here not for not for anything actually my adolescence was pretty good well no no I'm, that's a lie that's a lie that there, there were painful parts as as there were for us all Anyway, so so that's a thing. Um, I suppose asking for things from anyone is always a it's a difficult thing. We just have to get better about it. It's like asking for help. Um, it was one reason why I really liked Amanda Palmer's book, The Art of Asking, because I thought she did a great job of explaining that it's become fraught since because I don't love a lot of the stuff that Amanda Palmer has been doing since then. Um, you guys heard me talk about the concert that I attended of hers in LA. Well, I did a podcast on it anyway. So I'm keeping this under 15 minutes. So with that, I am going to run on my way. Uh, First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow on Friday. You all take care. Stay warm. I hope you have heat and water. I really do. And that your e-readers charged. It's not a joke. It's very important. All right. You all take care. Bye-bye.